T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back in here on Cody and Gold, 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com. Of course, we're live from Radio Row, brought to you by Raygun and Baker University. Happy to be joined by our next guest, Chiefs Chairman and CEO Clark Hunt of the Kansas City Chiefs. Clark, I guess you're probably getting a little used to this, which is a good thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's such a pleasure to be here. We're so glad to be in Phoenix and obviously playing in another Super Bowl. It's really a great opportunity for the organization. I know you've talked a lot about it, but I mean, I'm sure at some point you have the conversation and you sit back and you're like, okay, we've come a long way since 2012. I know the story was you're standing on the tarmac telling Andy he can't leave. <laughs> I'm assuming you go back at that decision and be like, oh, thank God I did that and didn't let him go somewhere else. Yeah, you, you know, with the benefit now of a, a decade having Andy as the head coach, I, I do reflect uh, you know back on that as a real turning point uh, for the franchise. I mean, he, you know, he came in, the job he did in year one where we opened the season 9-0 and with essentially the same roster that we had, had the year before where we only won a couple of games. Uh, just a real testament to what a great coach Andy is. Now five straight AFC championship games and three Super Bowls. So credit goes to he and our, our general manager, Brett Veach. You've seen so many different iterations of this team and going through so many different eras of Chiefs football, whether it was – Coming up as a kid and watching how your dad ran this team and then taking over yourself and then now experiencing the success that you guys have, have you have you evolved how, how you sort of um, philosophically try to run this organization? Are there things about your job that you feel like have changed over the years as you've seen different types of, of teams and different uh, maybe cultures come through the organization? Yeah, I, I've reflected on the, the last 15 years since I uh, took over for my dad, and I certainly have learned a lot, and, I, and I'm sure that I, I've changed and matured as, as we've gone along. You know, probably the biggest uh, change was the organizational change that I made at the beginning of the 2013 season where I separated uh, the head coach and the general manager and had them both report to me. Historically, the general manager reported to me, the general manager hired the head coach, and I wanted to be in a position where I was the one leading the search to find the head coach. And then secondly, I wanted to be in a position to have uh, more frequent conversations with the head coach about the football team. Um, so I wasn't just hearing it all through the general manager's eyes. And that's really proved uh, you know, beneficial t- uh, to me over uh, the last 10 years and of course Andy's you know such a great guy to to work with and uh, I've learned a lot, lot working with him when when Andy took the job did he express any interest in being like the general manager too because like he talks about that time like nah I was done with it I wanted to be a coach did he express any interest in being like you know I don't mind I kind of like that job too or was it I want to be a coach and you find a general manager 
Yeah, that was one of the topics that we covered very early on in, in that interview uh, because I had, had made the change and I wanted, wanted the jobs uh, separated. And Andy right off the bat said, look, I did both in Philadelphia uh, part of the time I was there. Um, and I enjoyed it, but what I really want to do is I want to be the head coach. And the game's gotten more complex. There's more to it. I think I can be a better head coach uh, if we bring in somebody else uh, to do the, the general manager's responsibilities. And uh, so anyhow, we, we got that, that you know, off the table right, right away, which you know, was, was one of the big questions I had, as I mentioned. You, you talk about not getting or maybe getting used to this, having done this now three times in four years. You expect to have success, especially with the coach you have, the GM you have, the quarterback, the players. Do you do you still try to fight the urge of making this feel normal? Like, do you still want to sit back and sort of smell the roses and think about, like, this is special to have a run like you guys have had because very, very few franchises get the chance to experience this ever, let alone in a four-year span? Yeah. Uh, um, well, first of all, it is very special, and and I, I don't don't want to miss that. And we feel very blessed to have had the success that we've had uh, over the last five years. At the same time, I don't want to get complacent because mm-hmm. the minute you get complacent in the National Football League, uh, somebody else is gonna gonna knock you off at the top rung. Um, there were a lot of teams that were gunning for us uh, this year, both in the division and in the, in the AFC, that really loaded their rosters up. Uh, in part to be able to, to beat us. And uh, in a year of rural transition for the, for the Chiefs, um, you know, we were able to over, overcome all of that. And that's a credit to General Manager Brett Veach and the job he did with the roster, particularly uh, the draft choices, uh, many of whom have played you know, so well during the year. So I, you, you can't get complacent because the minute you get complacent, uh, you know, you're, you're going to be headed the wrong way. So how do you, you kind of walk that tightrope of – Hey, this is great. Everything's working. I trust these guys. Let's make sure we're just keep let's keep this train moving. Versus, how are we thinking next step ahead? How are we thinking two years down the line to make sure you don't hit that wall and all of a sudden say, maybe that complacency did set in a little bit. Yeah. Well, uh, one of the the big benefits that we have is having Patrick under contract for as long as we do. Really, another nine years uh, after this season. That allows us to focus on continuing to build the roster around him. A lot of times when you have a quarterback on a, on a shorter contract, you're thinking about this window uh, that you have that might only be two or three years and how can we load the roster up and maybe sacrifice the future salary cap uh, to try to create space this year. Mm-hmm. We're really in a position where, where our goal is to figure out, okay, how can we be as good next year uh, as we were this past year, and how can we, you know, keep it going for another, another two or three years? And that really starts with with uh, Patrick and the stability he brings to the organization. When uh, I think I, I just read an article this week, uh, and it was talking about Brant Tillis said like two weeks after you drafted Patrick Holmes, like, hey, you better figure out how to pay him. <laughs> like you better start now. I don't know how to tell you. you drafted a guy tenth overall, so we better start figuring out how much money we need to pay this guy. Because let's just assume he's good. Because that's the easiest way. Is that about how early Brant brings up, like, hey, we're going to have to pay the quarterback? Well, of course, you know, Brett had been on Patrick for two years yeah. before we, we drafted him. And, and uh, as Brett famously said, he, he thought he was the best player that he had ever seen. Which Turns it, out he's probably right. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> at the time it sounded like a, a, an over, like, sure, overstep. Brett. But, yeah, but he, he, was ex- he was exactly right about that. So I, I think a lot about that, that first season where Patrick was the backup and Alex you know, was the starter and Alex had this tremendous year. 
But I kept getting clips that Brett would send me from training camp of Patrick doing things that nobody had ever seen, right, including the no-look pass, right? I knew what a no-look pass was in basketball. Sure. <laughs> Maybe I had seen it in soccer, but it didn't happen in the NFL. Quarterbacks don't make no-look passes, but he was doing that kind of stuff in practice, and I think that's where, where Brandt and, and, and Brett and the rest of the staff sort of you know, realize, hey, we've got something special, and pretty soon we're going to have to pay him. I know the Royals are talking about uh, moving downtown, building a downtown stadium. How much time have you guys started started to put into what Arrowhead can become in the future? What is sort of, whether it's a five-year, ten-year outlook on what Arrowhead can become and what changes will be made to the stadium? Yeah, so uh, we started thinking about uh, the future of the stadium a couple of years ago when, when the Royals uh, started working on, on the direction that they want to head. Uh, at the time, it was a little bit early for us because we had ten years left on, on our lease. Uh, at Arrowhead, but I, I've learned over time that, that stadium renovations or construction, that, that takes uh, a long time. So probably good that we started th- thinking about it. Um, you know, we had a, a renovation of the stadium back in 2009, 2010 that really modernized it. And uh, I think it's still one of the best places to watch a football game in the country. But the building is 50 years old, and, and we've got to think about that and think about what's best for the future of the franchise, what's best for our, for our fan base. Would it be a, a new stadium or another renovation on Arrowhead? So it's something that we're working on, and we're trying to work in tandem with the Royals on, on their process as well. How tough is that? Just knowing, I mean, this is I mean, the mecca for NFL football. This is widely regarded as the greatest football stadium. How tough is it to say, like, I don't, I don't really want to touch this. I don't want to mess with anything, but also there is sort of this idea of keeping up with the Joneses in the NFL and making sure you're doing the same things that are going to keep you guys at the top end. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. That That's a big part of the calculus is, is thinking about what Arrowhead means to, to our fan base. Uh, they're really sort of two stadiums in, in the league that, that um, are older buildings that I think almost every football fan during their life wants to go to, one being Lambeau and the other one uh, being Arrowhead. And when I'm out in the parking lot with our fans tailgating, you know, I, I'll hear that. I'll find somebody who says, this is my first game here. I've wanted to come for years, and I'm so excited to be here. And they may not even be, be a Chiefs fan, mm-hmm. but they're, they're just glad to be at Arrowhead. Uh, so we understand the, the importance that it has to, to our fan base and, and the legacy of the stadium, and that will certainly be part of the decision. Clark, what's, what's, uh, let's say it's either Arrowhead or a new stadium, and if it's on the same site. What's kind of your dream vision for what the rest of that area looks like if Kaufman goes unused? Well, uh, something that we discussed – back in 2005 and 2006 was the ability to do some development uh, on, on the site. And at, at the time, uh, the, the feedback we received from, from the developers in Kansas City, you know, that area wasn't ready for, for development. It's something that we'll explore again um, because, you know, t- times passed and then uh, development patterns had, have changed. Uh, certainly, we we would love to see some more development or, around the facility. We think that'd be. You good. think like Tidal Town, like Lambo, even? Uh, uh, that you know, that's something that's very specific. That's sure. in a way attached uh, yeah. to the stadium. Uh, it's also a little bit like the lawn uh, here in Arizona uh, at the yeah. stadium. You know, which uh, since we were here at the beginning of the season, I, I got to see, and they they've. They've built some uh, sports bars and so forth on, on that, and, and the fans love being there. Uh, so th- if we have the space to do it, we'll, we'll definitely think about 
adding amenities outside the stadium, whether it's a, a new building or a renovation. A couple more quick questions here with Chiefs Chairman and CEO Clark Hunt. We had said don't get used to it. Uh, you've been to a couple of Super Bowls now. Are you superstitious? You got any routines you stick to? Uh, we, we, we try not to be uh, superstitious, <laughs> <laughs> but it's really hard. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, my, my wife and I, I always kiss each other before every game, okay. Okay. which is, which is uh, something that my parents used to do uh, before oh, wow. every game. We sort of picked that up from them. So that, 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 that'd be one, and one I enjoy. <laughs> no, 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 no pregame meal? You're not eating the same breakfast every morning before a game, nothing like that? No, no. I, I eat too much during the games in, anyhow. So It's like a nervous <laughs> eating? Are you a nervous watcher? I, I'm I'm totally a nervous eater, yeah. <laughs> and so, and, and we've got popcorn, you know, right right inside. And I don't know how many times I visit the popcorn bin during a game. <laughs> Clark, it's so weird because, like, any time you get to, like, you know, you own the Kansas City Chiefs when you get to this level, we hear, like, hey, Clark likes this. And I'm like, I don't know. I have Clark. I can ask him. I heard once that you – eat way healthier half the year and less healthy the other half the year. Is there any truth to that? 100% true. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Or it's like a six-month six month break of six months, healthy as can be, yeah. other six months, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and the six months I don't eat healthy tends to be during the football season. Okay. It, it's a football season. It's winter. And I refer to it as fat season. So this is basically, your, this is basically your last week, right? Yeah. Well, it, it always drags to about spring break. <laughs> It's, it's a really hard habit to break, but I'm you start sure. eating bad, it's, it's hard to, uh, hard to get course. out of it. Of course, I know all about it. I constantly honor fat season in my yeah, life. It's 12 so. months. 12 <laughs> months it's a year. Great. Clark, great. we really appreciate it. Let's just quickly, I know, look, we're going to get the answer. But we ask everyone their game predictions brought to you by Ag Power John Deere, your local authorized John Deere dealer, and by Papa Murphy's. Papa Murphy's every Tuesday order a large signature or thin crust pizza for $12 at PapaMurphy's.com. Your official game prediction? Do you have one for us, or are you going to wait till Sunday? Yeah, well, I, the, the Eagles are an outstanding franchise um, and a great football team. It's going to be a really close game, but I'm counting on Patrick Mahomes <laughs> pulling it out at the end. Seems wise. Clark, thank you so much for the time. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank, thank you, guys. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.